Welcome to the Taboo Podcast, hosted by me, Lexi D'Angelo, industry rule breaker, seven-figure moneymaker, and founder and head witch of the Taboo Institute. WTF is the taboo, you ask? It's the vortex of transformation that is experienced when people claim the magic of the taboo, woo, and Y-O-U. It's a way of being that invites you to question the status quo and dismantle the outdated hierarchical paradigms and structures that have been sucking your soul, and instead, follow the signs of your turn on and true knowing to create fulfilling and sustainable success your way, AKA without ever sacrificing your purpose, passions, and priorities in the process. After all, I'm a firm believer that true transformation happens when you're able to unapologetically claim and express your fullest, most multidimensional self. It's time to ditch the norm, embrace the provocative, and reach next levels of impact and income by invoking the tableau. Student success story from Taboo Institute. Becky Brett, thank you for joining us to share your story mm. with us. Thank you for having me, Vicky. It's good to be here. Becky cracks me up. Becky's humor is always right there when I need it in her Instagram stories and in calls that we have inside the Taboo Institute. And do you know, I had a little brief glimpse back at your original intentions for joining Taboo, Becky. Oh my God. Uh-huh. And when was that? Like April, March? maybe February, March. Got it. Okay. I so did. can I share with you what you wrote in your Please do. Form? Yes, right. please do. Oh my God. You <laughs> talked right. about wanting to show up consistently on social media. Okay. Well, hey. That was a thing for you. I know you to be the person who I see every day on social media. Like I live for your stories and your TikToks. If you're not already following Becky Brett, we're going to make sure you have all the links to hang out with her wherever she is on all those platforms. Mm-hmm. And um, I can guarantee that Becky will be a, a lift up of your days. Uh-huh. I'm going to put you on the spot. There was a really, really funny Instagram TikTok that you did yesterday, and it was about, do you want to know how you can feel sexy? Yeah. So you who are listening to the podcast, I'll try and do a running commentary of what it looks like right now. So I'll be the person saying the voiceover and you'll be doing actions. Okay. I'm ready. I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. You know what to do if you want to look sexy? Bite on your lip. And now stare upwards to the corner. I love for it. Totally love for it. Welcome, Vicky Brady. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So the reason why we have Mm. you on today's um, podcast and live streaming, for those of you who are watching, we are really curious to hear how the four realms of magic and mastery have shaped your world, both in life and in business. So should we start with a really simple question of what is your primary realm of magic and mastery? Yeah. Uh, my primary realm goes back and forth between flame and expression and wind and chaos. At the moment, I'm higher in wind and chaos. Because lots of changes are going on in your world, right? <laughs> lots of changes are going on. And I am just here in the swirling uh, ness of it. And um, 
learning to, to like pull the creativity out of chaos, I think is a skill that I've been cultivating. And, uh, and I'm getting a lot more comfortable in that realm. Uh, not super comfortable yet because I'm still a Taurus and I need like <laughs> my nice things, but we're, we're getting there. We're getting there, Vicky. Yeah. Love that. So you're like drifting between wind and chaos and flame and expression. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give everyone who's listening and watching an idea of what that could look like if they don't know about the realms of magic and mastery yet. So flame and expression is all the enthusiasm, all the motivation, like drive and creativity and spontaneity. And then we've got wind and chaos, which is like all the ideas and like it can look kind of chaos and everything that comes from this random chaos is also creative and inspiring and innovative. So that's a lot of stuff going on right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you were, let's go straight into embodying metaphors. Becky, okay. tell me, if you were a body of water, what would you be presently? With all your flame expression, wind of chaos, mm-hmm. how it's manifesting, what body of water would you be? I know exactly the body of water I would be because I got to see it a month ago. I would be the Pacific Ocean crashing on the east shore of the big island of Hawaii where the lava flowed and made cliffs. And just all of that wind and current pushing it up against the shoreline that wasn't always there. And um, creating new shoreline, creating new pathways, um, provide like providing a place for all four elements. Not in a settled way, though. Lots of motion. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I feel that and I can see that visual now. Okay. So we're... I would like to take this next Mm. is to ask you to reflect back on how things were before all these changes came about. Why did you choose to join us in the Tabwoop Institute? Let's just take it to that simple thing. Okay. For me, it was an easy yes. It was a full body yes from the minute I knew there was more that I could do. Uh, I don't, I, I couldn't remember but now I do remember how I got into Lexi's like orbit. Um, and it was through Kimra Luna. So I, I got onto Lexi's email list and got an email about a multidimensional practitioner retreat. And I was like, well, that sounds like me and fun and is totally affordable. And I can do that. And at the time I was working two full-time jobs, great jobs, by the way, as a festival producer. So fun, like, exciting. You know, it's a job that a lot of people would love to have. Um, Doing two of them at once is a bit much for one person. Uh, So that was a lot and building my coaching business. So when this, when the opportunity arose to uh, like approach it from that more woo-woo standpoint, that multidimensional standpoint, that place that of magic that I really wanted to live in so badly and didn't know how to inhabit I jumped on it. And in that was in, in, in that process of, um, of learning about what it meant to be a multidimensional practitioner, I, um, 
was like, oh my God, a whole new world opened up to me that I didn't know existed, that I hoped existed. And when it did open up, I was like, yes, absolutely. I have the, um, like I, I had invested in myself before and doubled my income from that. So the investment, when I found out what the investment was, I'm like, okay, I've got room on, on credit cards and I don't judge myself for the things I choose to pay off over time. So I'm like, yes, let's make this happen. Cause I know, I know it's going to pay off like at least double, which awesome. And, um, and probably more than that. And in ways I can't even imagine yet. So it was a full body. Yes. For me, like immediately, like immediately. One of the things that I realize now is I had the illusion of stability. And right now, as I'm in relative instability, uh, I feel safer here than when I look back on where I was before. How weird is that? I can't believe I said that out loud because sometimes I don't feel that way, but I would say 80% of the time I do feel like uh, I feel more stable right now, being able to be in charge of my own future and as being able to be as chaotic and windy and flamey and expressive and to know that it's reaching people. I wasn't reaching people. And what kind of a coach is that? I wasn't reaching people before. Oh, it sounds like how I've been. I've been the best kept secret for years. <laughs> That's the kind of coach I ended up yes. being because I wasn't reaching people. Yeah. All right. Wow. Thank you. I feel really curious. I want to like take it right to. So it wasn't a challenging decision for you to join the Taboo Institute. Once you got into the castle doors, what surprised you or delighted you that you weren't even expecting? The biggest thing for me. Uh, so before I joined, everybody was saying, oh, the practicums are so life-changing and who you become is so amazing. What no one actually explained so explicitly is how that happens. And it's because you basically have the option of like two to three coaching sessions a week if you want them. In various ways. Yeah. And what would you pay for that kind of attention from a coach? Like, and in all these different modalities. And so you get to experiment and see what really works for you, both as a practitioner and a recipient of it. Exactly. And that's how you become the person you're meant to be, is because you've got all these other tab witches practicing on you. And helping to, I mean, they don't mold you, but they help you mold like who you want to be. And um, you get to discover so many cool new aspects of yourself and in a safe place that is just filled with radical acceptance. I'm radical acceptance. I've never felt so accepted. Yeah. One of the pillars of the Taboo Institute is belonging. Mm Mm-hmm. So radical acceptance is how we cultivate that. So true. I mean, and everyone feels it. And what is it like, um, uh, like, what is it? Belonging is being accepted exactly how you are. 
versus anything else. And so all you have to do is show up as yourself and you have a place. Yeah, you do. Showing up as yourself today. Today was a big day for a lot of students inside the Tapu Institute. It's the, I guess, the fourth quarter of our learn cycle the week where we really encourage people to tap into how they are being in the world, how they're showing up and and how that can be a vehicle for abundance and prosperity and mastery. Would you tell us what what a day in a life was today, a day in a life of a Tabu student? I want to hear it. Yeah. So I have this delicious morning routine involving meditation, journaling. I have a lot of journals. I'm looking at them right now. (laughs) I mean, like before I get out of bed, I write in three different journals for different reasons. Um, So it's uh, morning rituals of self-care and then um, showing up in public, uh, virtual public. So I do an Instagram live once I've got myself together and my coffee in hand and uh, and a card poll for my community of artists and content creators. And uh, I do some business work. So working like on my business as a coach. And then um, I do a little bit of learning. So I'm still in certification. So I spend like about an hour and a half on some learning. And then I do whatever I want to do for the afternoon. And, and into, and into the evening as well. And, and then I'll probably come back to learning in the evening. I like to like, once kind of my day settles down, um, then I like to come back to learning again, right before going to bed. Mm, Me too. I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Um, Tell us today specifically, you had an experiential Mm -hmm. call with Lexi and then you had a call with your TG, Vanessa. Yes. And now you're here with me as the transformation guide. It's a a taboo heavy day. So yeah, the experiential call was phenomenal. And it was about, um, oh my gosh, what was it? I took four pages of notes. Internal family systems. Internal family systems. Thank you. Yes. And Lexi guided us through. So I'm an experiential learner. So I love the experiential calls week. Uh, and, um, so she guided us through that process, which revealed some things to me about, um, where I was blocking new clients coming in. And then I got to take that new knowledge and work with my transformation guide, Vane, on releasing those blocks and Vane used time techniques with me to float above my timeline and identify some places where I had been blocked. And um, what I learned from that experience was that uh, I I felt sad after it mm-hmm. because I was dealing with a lot of fear about um, about being able to magnetize people. Even though for the past few weeks, I've been magnetic AF, just like attracting all kinds of stuff. And um, when I look back at the times that I chose fear instead, I recognize that I could have been having so much fun. Like I could have been having fun 
instead of operating from a place of fear. And that made me sad for a minute. It made me feel compassion for who I used to be and for that woman who uh, thought, believed that she was protecting me by being that way. And then with Vane, I was able to release that and recognize that the more fun I have, the more magnetic I am. And the more like I get to enjoy my life, yay, and still help the people who I want to help and influence the culture in the way that I want to influence it and build that beautiful world of like joy and connection that I know we all crave. Yes to that. Yes. And now I get to talk to you. Pinch me. And your evening's not even over yet. It's not even over. Exactly. Well, and then like tonight, Mm -hmm. right after this, I am going uh, on a Zoom with some friends to practice card readings with a new Oracle deck I have because I'm appearing my friends are opening a restaurant. Their grand opening is on Halloween. And so I'm going to appear as the Oracle of Foresta. (laughs) I've got, I've got a headpiece and like a costume. I'm going to have like face. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. And I want to use this new deck. So I'm practicing. Literally get to be the tablet out in public. I do. (laughs) My gosh. I love this so much for you. Wow. It has been a journey. It has been a huge experience and you couldn't have even imagined what the universe had in store for you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. What is the, um, what have you been able to create having been through this experience? Ooh, I have been able to create so much freedom for myself. Freedom is one of my top values and I, ha- I kind of have a little problem with authority between you and me and this You're such a rebel bitch. <laughs> if anyone knows Gretchen Rubin's framework, the four tendencies, I'm a rebel through and through. My motto is you can't make me and neither can I. <laughs> like I was all set to do the thing until you wanted me to do the thing. And now I'm not going to do it because you wanted me to do it. Even though it's something I want to do, not going to do it now. So anyway, a lot of freedom. I've been able to create a lot of freedom from this um, and not just freedom in like my daily schedule, but freedom to be exactly who I am and to show up completely as myself instead of what someone else wants me to be. Because for a long time in those festival jobs, which were great, but I was the face of the organization. So I couldn't just pop on Instagram and make a goofy, like sexy face, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Or go on and do oracle readings because they're fun or talk about magic, even even though, I mean, like, I believe magic is just science that hasn't been explained yet. Love it. Yes. And we get to play in it. We don't have to wait for it to be explained. I have to write a little note to our marketing mage saying, did you get that quote from Vicky Bet? Vicky Britt. <laughs> Magic is just not, is science just not explained yet and we get to play in it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So you've been able to create. I'm, I'm going to write that down too for myself. I know. <laughs> Everybody take a sec, write that down. Magic is just science that hasn't been explained yet. 
Yeah, and we get we to get to play in it. Oh, that is so good. Thank you. Share with me after you've written that down. As an executive coach, you've been being you've been an executive coach for five plus years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to work with nonprofit leaders, and now I work with people who use creativity to make a living. So artists, content creators, entrepreneurs, still Brilliant. people in leadership positions, but I much prefer to work now with people because working with nonprofit is heavy and there's, cause there's a lot that's, there's a lot that nonprofit <laughs> leaders have to deal with. And I personally wanted to, I needed to lighten for myself, lighten it up for myself. Not to say I'm not here for nonprofit leaders, just saying it's more fun for me to work with someone a little different. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And it's not that you're uncomfortable with the heaviness either. Like you yeah. can totally hold space for that mm-hmm. and have that balance. Yeah. So as an executive coach, knowing what you've learned through the Tabwoo curriculum, what's changed in regards to your confidence and your competence as a coach. Mm. So confidence comes from competence for me. And uh, that ability to, well, so knowing what I'm doing, I, I kind of knew what I was doing, right? I mean, you, you know what you're doing. It's just, there is a lot I did on intuition that got validated. So um, yay that I intuitively did the right things, Phew, you know, <laughs> um, but also learning the different modalities increased my confidence so much because now I've got new tools I can choose from and, uh, and I can, um, like I can go as woo as needed and desired, or we can be super matter knowing <laughs> practical. Here's yeah. the list. Here are your smarter goals, you know. True. Um, What's I've even f- been sorry. I've even been known to like slip a recode in, just not the full, but to be like, well, what if you knew it was a done deal? What would that mean to you now? <laughs> Everyone loves recode. Recode method. What's your favorite? If not recode, oh. what would you be your favorite modality? Hands tool? down, embodying metaphors. Interesting. Down. I. I'm so excited to share embodying metaphors with like all of my like actor improv friends mm. because the gift of the metaphor, the, the gift that the metaphor has to offer you can be used in acting in improv scenes like that. Mm-hmm. You know, someone throws out a suggestion of like a raging sea and you, if you've done that embodying metaphors work, you can be like the gift of the raging sea is whatever the gift is. And then bring that to the scene instead of just like, Oh, we're on a boat and I'm going to throw up, you know, <laughs> like it, it enriches the, um, the experience. Mm-hmm. And oh, so I mm, I, I'm so excited to start teaching that and like working in workshops on, you know, with, acting students and improv groups and that's exciting yeah well that's the next question then 
what next for you at this stage in your student journey Mm -hmm. and in business journey you are fully now embracing like full-time coach yes uh, livelihood what's here now what's what are you leaning into next Mm. I am leaning into uh, well I mean actually I'm not I don't know that I'm leaning into anything, Vicky, because I'm standing amidst the swirl of everything that's going on. Here are the bits I'm pulling from the chaos right now, though. Um, I'm pulling some business structure. So getting something in place so that um, I, I like to say I, I function better on a playground than an empty field. And right now I have an empty field in front of me. I'm building my playground That way, like when a client comes to me, it's just like, boop, let's climb on this piece of equipment and here's what, here's how it's going to happen, you know? Um, So some business structure, which uh, the, like all the info is in certification, well, the certification, right? And um, I am a full-time coach now. All those jobs are done. It's like, it's exciting and a little scary. Um, I am leaning in, leaning into the wind and plucking out three to four business areas that I know I love doing because either I've done them before in some form or, uh, or it's been revealed to me that I'm good at this through the taboo. So number one would be like Oracle card readings. I don't know how I'm going to monetize it yet, but I'm just going to keep doing them. Number two workshops, because I've done, I've led workshops before and I know I'm good at it. And now I get to incorporate embodying metaphors into that teaching. Third is one-on-one clients because I love working one-on-one in a container with somebody and guiding them through that trip. I mean, like all of us are probably like, "Mm," you know, so much love for our one-on-one clients and what they, what we can guide them through. And, um, and then, uh, and then, okay, wait, there was one more and I wrote it down. So like, if I don't write things down, they don't exist for me. Um, (laughs) Oh, one-off transformation sessions. Great. And this, I was inspired by you because of that one session we had that totally changed my life. Like, crazy, totally yeah. changed my life. Um, and I, so I know it's possible. Like mm-hmm. po- you were a possibility portal for me. Oh, and so that's something so I get pretty. to offer now. Like, oh yeah, we can do a lot in 60 to 90 minutes. We can do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We can do a lot in half an hour. Oh, oh, is it time you. already? It's time. Yes, I'd love to hear yes. everyone who's been able to join us in this time and space. What has been possible? What was possible for you having heard or seen, uh, witnessed this episode? And know that you're not just sharing it with us because you're putting words out into the universe. Becky and I actually want to know. We genuinely want to be in conversation with you about what's possible for you now, having heard Becky share her student success um, journey, her story. And while everyone's still listening, Becky, what else would you like to share with our listeners? Mm. 
it's not always been easy for me to trust the universe. And when I do, everything works out so much better than if I tried to do it all. I mean, I'm a producer. I try to do it all anyway. But when I don't do that and when I trust, radically trust the universe, it works out so much better than I could have ever imagined. And so I think if... If anyone is feeling that way, like has, has that experience of like, you know, universe, I'd love to trust you, but uh, I think I'm going to do a better job myself. (laughs) I think the invitation there is what if, what if you did just once? What if you tried it just once? You can always go back to not Mm -hmm. trust it, to doing it all yourself. What if it's amazing? Oh, I'm inspired by your words. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Vicky, you are such a gift to us in this moment and always. I know that people will learn where to um, learn about you and the work that you do in the world, the magic that you gift to the world. We're going to make sure there are show notes in the podcast and I'll add them to our live stream. Mm. So may your journey continue. Becky's joining us inside the Alumni Continued Mastery Program. I'm so excited. (laughs) For another year, which is exciting. So the journey is not over yet. So maybe in a year's time or even six months' time, we'll revisit and see what's happened since. But for this moment right now, I honor where you are. Thank you for sharing it with us. And may the rest of your evening be gloriously tabooified perfect that's a perfect word for it <laughs> made it up it's a new one now we'll add it to our t- tab dictionary <laughs> yes tabooified <laughs> thank mm. you for joining us everyone Mwah. we'll see you next time bye thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed hanging out with me as much as i enjoyed recording this for you And it would just mean the absolute world to me if you could go ahead and hit subscribe. And also, oh my gosh, you'd be the best ever if you could leave a review saying what you love most about this show. And of course, feel free to share this with your biz besties, your mom, your dog, anyone who you think would benefit from popping their earbuds in and taking a little listen. I appreciate you so, so much. And if you want to come and hang out with me on the interwebs, do some stalking, do some creeping, then you can find me at Lexi D'Angelo on Instagram, L-E-X-I-D-A-N-G-E-L-O. And also on Facebook, you can find me facebook.com forward slash the Lexi D'Angelo. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you next time.